hello uh everybody i thought uh, you were bluffing yeah nope gonna do. <laughs> <laughs> so on the on the break we ran out of we ran out of break time we ran our five minutes and i said to katie may i was like well i guess it's just me and you so um how's that. road doing Rhodes fine. Rhodes, um, I feel like the more she doesn't see the rest of the party, the mentally healthier she becomes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just really embracing her fake life. I think that we're all terrible for each other. I think that's the True. thing. Oh, we got a glimpse. I, we keep seeing There's like, some legs. We shadows. got people coming in and out. That's fine. So, yeah, like, does she... How how much does she embrace? So I guess there's the there's the moment where she gets to watch the... She gets to watch the the whole thing go down. She sees what happens between Vraska and Esperia, right? You yeah. see, you see Vraska leave, having killed your new boss. Like this is a very, very big deal. This is like a political assassination. So, do you do anything following? Do you do anything following that, or do you? Uh, I definitely made sure Tack got where they Quang? were going safe. Well, so that I that was going to be my question. Yeah, do you go do you go and like the two of you have like a hushed conversation like oh my god, did you just see that what the hell just happened? Or do you do you go in different directions and and Cuz we were meet on like later? opposite sides of the arena, right? Yeah, yeah, you saw you kind of saw each other both in the shadows on either side as the place had cleared out. And now there's this uh, like sort of crumbling statue of Asperia uh, that is Asperia and then uh yeah, and then uh, Vraska we see her turn and she walks by and she gave, yeah, she gave Tack a, a look like, see, I told you. And then she, and then she leaves. Hot it look. was hot. Yeah. <laughs> yes. I think we can all agree. That's true. Yeah. Um, I think uh, it wouldn't be too hard for road to kind of like shadow step over there, but I think that that's like, she's like, Oh, I'll just shadow step over there. And she was like, no, I'm a mild mannered desk jockey now. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oh no. Um, so I think that that's like, her natural inclination because I think that she's immediately worried about Tack, but Tack is also self-sustaining. <laughs> As, okay. In spite of everything. In spite of everything, Tack is self-sustaining. So I think that like Road will walk over there to make sure that Tack isn't immediately held up by any arresting forces, but otherwise won't try to intervene too harshly on Tack getting to save it, I think. Okay. All right. So yeah, Tack, you see after after everything that happened, you see um you see Road walking in your direction. Yellow. Oh, sorry. I was closing my door because the cat came out of the bedroom and was like, hey, what's up? Hey, what's I see happening? those wires coming out of your computer. <laughs> Can I touch Something them? Something that doesn't involve me, I'd love to get involved. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, so, so Tech, you see you see Road coming over. You just witnessed yeah. the same thing. That, we just uh, saw that Asperia got, got. Yeah, extremely got. <laughs> Bless your heart, Adam. <laughs> um, <laughs> yes, extremely got. So got. Um <laughs> rather uh yeah i think so the way that i am approaching tax relationship with road nowadays is that you know how like whenever you're sick and then like one of your parents dotes on you and you immediately like develop or like when you're going to sleep and you hear like one parent's voice when you're asleep and things like that and so you you sort of like develop that 
uh, bond with them because they're like caring. They took care of you when you felt bad, mm, things like that. Yeah. I think that's how Tack thinks of Road after Tack got like uh, demure flashed. Mm-hmm. Not not necessarily like their mom, but they if there is a person on the team to trust, it is Road. In spite of Road saying that Winnegar and Torgor are off the hook for dragging her. Even yeah. though she didn't say it in that many words, she was just like, remember what, when they did that one thing? Forget about it. It's not a big deal. They talked to me about it, um, which could mean anything yeah, right. in tax mind, <laughs> but we're going to attribute it to the thing that's important to the plot. Um, but yeah, uh, I think Tack would wait for Road to approach them, like wouldn't, wouldn't like scatter. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Yeah. So Road, you, uh, you make your way over there and. Did you know about that? The, did you see the... The dead person in the middle of the room? Yeah. Uh, nope. Oh, okay. I figured it was like a Golgari sort of thing. And if anyone was going to know about it, it would be you. Or me. Um, because you're also Golgari, we should, I don't want to- We should leave. leave. <laughs> yeah, we should go, because I, I didn't know about should. this, and that would be absurd to think, because I don't even <laughs> hang out at home. Anyway, let's go. Okay. I feel I feel like there's a deception check that needs to be made here. <laughs> yeah, I think that's you fair. mean a deception check that needs to be failed right here? Yeah, let's. I mean, let's see. Let's see how how convincing tech is actually being. I'm surprised I even have positives in deception, <laughs> considering my charisma. The sixteen. Hey, okay. all right. So road, make a uh, make an insight check. Insight oh my god! Seven, which a plus six, which means it was a nat one, Another folks, for the world's back. Big home. old one, uh, yeah. Big old right. one. Let me just. So, I'm gonna, one back, second. Let me just. Back, twenty. <laughs> I just savor this moment <laughs> <laughs> because I like to imagine that Tack has "I am a liar" written on their face. Pretty much, stick. yeah, yeah. So, I mean, you can road, you can interpret it uh, how you want, but. It it seems to you that Tack has no had no pre for like no foreknowledge of this. Uh, whether this was a Golgari plot from the beginning, who knows? But Tack does not seem involved. Um, and as the Great. two of you I... as the two of you go to hustle out of the room, um, you notice somebody is coming. Um, they're coming through the through the main the main entrance, like down on the floor. Uh, and um, yeah, you hear you hear footsteps. Uh, and they, they echo off of the off the walls. Do you stick around to find out who it is, or do you want to get out of here before they arrive? I look at Tack, sort of in a what do you want to do? Uh, the queen cop just got killed in the cop house. We're gonna <laughs> we're gonna get out of here, I think. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. So uh, you you dip out of there. Where do you where do the two of you go? Do you split or do you stick together? Do you leave the new prov or do you stay? Um, I have to think about my job now is the bad part. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. technically, I think once the, it was it sort of said that like once I finished my meeting, once I finished being 
an assistant at the meeting i had the rest of the day off or <laughs> did i go mm-hmm. back to work? i think that's fair yeah, yeah that's until seems you fair get me. until you get a beeper that says cop queen is Right. So you, you know, neither of you know the internal protocols of the Azoria Senate very well yet, but as soon as somebody finds out Asperia is dead, uh, then the whole place is going to like go on lockdown. Ravnica is going to get like turned upside down as people go looking for, uh, for the killer. And Vraska, she's the only Gorgon who was at that meeting and it's pretty hard to turn somebody to stone unless you're a Gorgon. So Mm -hmm. this is going to, it could very easily turn into like war between the Golgari and the Azorius. Oh my gosh, we're like Romeo and Juliet, oh but not. Oh my god, we're like Romeo and Juliet. I was just thinking the same thing. <laughs> the lovers we are. I know. Um, uh, I think I'm going to try to get Tack to go back to the host in the shell with me just to like drop them off to make sure they're not doing shenanigans in the Golgari. Um, and then be first like, of all, okay, yeah. cool, you're good here. You can stay here. I'll hire a babysitter. It's it's Torgor or Winnegar, and then I'll double back. Yeah, tax immediate. Like tax. I think that we've set enough cop places on fire. <laughs> um, that we know the typical tack tactics. Um, <laughs> I'm yep. mad. <laughs> yep. <laughs> um, and that's usually like. <laughs> Uh, jump out like a criminal and hide somewhere like a trash can or something and so that's what tax like immediate thing is it's like we should get in a trash can i'm not getting in a trash can with you you can't have my trash can you can have your own trash can do you think i'm (laughs) do you think that they make trash cans i'm not going to be in a trash can because the trash can that would be big enough for me is a dumpster and i'm not crawling inside of a dumpster (laughs) i mean (laughs) You say that. You said it, not me. I can just pass without a trace us and we can just go home. All right, I guess. You want to waste magic on dumb stuff like that. Getting us home safe is not... (laughs) Tack does not know how magic works. Tack doesn't know, like, oh, we're invisible? Oh, you can make meteors come from the sky? Oh, you can talk to dinosaurs? I don't know. Um, yeah. All so text like, like, yeah, okay. If you want to waste it on that, that's fine. Yeah. Waste it on this is <laughs> what I'll do. Okay. And then I, I'll pass without a trace us back. I think. Okay. All right. So both of you make, uh, both of you make stealth checks. You get a plus 10 on them. Yeah. And the two of okay. you are already relatively stealthy. So you should be stealthy. Yeah. With these, with the, with the okay, so 23, 23, 32, <laughs> 32. Yeah. You're, you're fine. Okay. All right. So I think what happens is that we, we still see you and you're not invisible, but it's that kind of like, um, like the shadow where it's like, I'm standing right mm-hmm. here, but I'm forcing you to look past me or like around me. Like you, you ignore me. So you're walking. We see the two of you just walking down the hall. And for the first few minutes, things are, relatively like normal right we see people working at their desk we see people cleaning up from the the summit uh there's like general gossip in the hallways about like the summit not going very well and uh that niv he's crazy he's out of touch like why would he think that anyone would let him become the guild pact that's like that's insane that's just an is it play and then other people are like i don't know like he sounded pretty convincing and so there's all this like kind of spreading gossip and then an alarm starts to sound uh, and this is the like everyone to your posts shit is happening alarm. 
Uh, and normally for you, Road, as a as a like desk, uh, like a legal aide, you would be instructed to return to your office and stay at your desk until somebody came by and told you to leave. So they'll if you if you leave, they'll they'll notice that you're gone. But it's not like you're brand new. Nobody's gonna come looking for you. They're gonna be like. Whose desk is that? Isn't this isn't that the new girl's desk? Like they, they you're you're pretty good to go. But so it, it kicks yeah. in and, and everybody who is an arrestor or a law mage or whatever, they like snap into action. Lots of running and shouting. Everybody else gets a little panicky and is just kind of like, we have to get to safety. Let's go back. We don't know if this is a fire drill or are we being attacked? Somebody is like, oh my god, it's just like he said, the war, it's happening. And you know, everybody's panicking a little bit. But in all that chaos, tack and road, you are able to walk out. Just as the uh, just as the arresters like shut the doors to New Prav and start putting up a, a perimeter, right? Nobody in, nobody out. We have to find it. And I, I think even now, the the news that is spreading is that somebody important got killed. But some people are saying it was Dovin Ban. Other people are saying that it was Asperia. Somebody says that it was Niv, Niv Mazet got killed. Like there's there's a lot of uh, of of rumor talk. But you slip out before the big doors like slam shut and uh, lock everybody in uh, in or out of there. Um, a crowd has sort of started to gather. I mean, there was already the big crowd around New Prov, right? So you you just slip right. into that into that crowd and uh, and disappear. Hopefully. That yeah. would be nice. Yeah, yeah. So we uh, yeah. I think we we don't necessarily follow you, we just crossfade to a little later in the day. Uh, you arriving at the uh, at the host in the shell. Um, now, Torgor, have you have you taken to just like do you just like live in your office at your the like writer's room at Rick's uh, Madi, or do you come home sometimes? Sometimes. Uh, well, I wanted to ask you how long has it been since the process started? Because I uh, feel like you've only been yeah. working on this a couple of days. Okay, then yeah, I'm still at the uh, like my office. I'm living there, like in and out, just like stains from like takeout boxes all over my shirt like <laughs> just like the way i would imagine was the doors shut on new prov and the doors uh, to the yeah. writer's room open for a break it's like all right everyone's on break back in half an hour we got another couple of rewrites i need to look at yeah yeah yeah, yeah. cool so there's a bunch of we see a bunch of uh and i love i just love the idea of like imagining what a rakdos writer looks like you know like it's yeah. really easy to imagine the murder clowns and like the demons and stuff. But these, these people that you're working with are both like theatrical writers. They're playwrights, but they're also like demon worshiping cult, right? Mm -hmm. Like they're, they're, yeah, it's a very strange thing to imagine. I'm just picturing Moulin Rouge for some reason. <laughs> well, I'm picturing like, I love it. In like the long like robes, like, but like with like really heavy, like eyeshadow mm -hmm. all the way around their <laughs> eyes and like, just like, Heavy like uh, face makeup that's going on, but just to me like really that Minotaur is honestly I I know it sounds it he's a bull in that room okay he really <laughs> he really is and I and if he hears me I don't care like, <laughs> like is that around. is that racist it is it is <gasps> for the record oh, no. it is. but remember we talked about this I'm there telling. are no there are no cows in Ravnica there are no like actual okay but still so that's we like could use clearly... the word as... Yeah, but that's clearly derogatory in reference to his race. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Rude. That's mm. okay. We found him. Torward. The one the one racist in Ravnica. 
Torvor he dies knows. of a heart attack immediately. Yeah. Good. He just dies right yeah. there. And they think, yeah. what if they think that that's what happens if you talk bad about Torgor? I'm sorry. Please go people, ahead, Missy. People die. People die in uh, in Rick's Mighty for no reason all the time. Absolutely. So yeah, they they all go to get lunch. Uh, and um, and yeah, you're you're in the room uh, in the room there. Do you do you leave too, or do you just you just stay there by yourself waiting for everybody um, to come back? I think uh, Torgor digs around, finds another like half-eaten tray, and just like finishes whatever's in there, mm-hmm. then goes back and like looks over uh, all the scripts, mm-hmm. and like through this time is just like organizing things, putting things together. It's like, yeah, you know, I think I think we're in a pretty good place. Just uh, a couple of things with this closing number needs to come together, but hey, that's that that's how it goes, you know. So they tell me, um, but yeah. Yeah, it's coming together all right. So, so far, yeah. you are, and, and this is, this is going to be news for Carlos. So, this is what Toro has been up to. Toro has right. been dra- drafted to uh, create a stage performance of some kind uh, okay. for the personal entertainment of uh, Judith, who is like a big deal member of sort of the inner circle of, uh, of Rakdos. And Toro is going to be given this opportunity to uh, impress his way into an audience with the demon Rakdos himself, but he's got to put together this, like a, so what are you, where are you leaning for? Like right now, so far, is it going to be like a, like a puppet show? Are we thinking circus performance, rock concert, rock opera, perhaps about Torgor? What, what's the angle so far? Truly it's, it's like a musical of like a grand opera format that's Uh done in the style of the King and I. So it's a lot of like transitions to like different locations and like like sweeping numbers underneath of this like large band. And Torgor uh, will be on stage performing uh, with his lute while playing along. Yes. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right. So I imagine I imagine like the an opening an opening of like Torgor yeah. as like simple like humble troubadour. Right. All alone. Yeah. The stage is all unlit. There's a single spotlight on you. You start to play and then the house lights would come or the bigger lights would come up and you'd see there's like an orchestra and yeah, that's, that's awesome. So you're like narrating your own story. Um, Absolutely. Um, but it's, it's going to be a big, it's going to be a big to do. Yeah. Oh, and there's going to be a music interwoven throughout that is also going to be because Torgor has been spending a lot of time with this and I leveled up last session, took a level in Bard. <laughs> so uh-huh. I imagine the music that's being created like for like the funny numbers has like Tasha's hideous laughter like imbued within yes. it to like draw out like bigger like really like Rakdos laughs that are like somewhat mean like like really cultivated in the style um and like yeah really excited about it nice Tor was like oh this is this is going well let's see well let's see let's see what happens when I roll for the performance but until then, <laughs> this is, this I, feel like, I feel like I feel like Rakdos I feel like Rakdos music is either like like Skrillex, but instead of dubstep, he's playing one of those awful. What are those like, old musical instruments called? There's, I think it's an organ grinder. Is that really? No, the organ grinder is the guy, but the thing he's playing, it has a specific name, and it's horrible. They're horrible to listen to. They're really, really loud. They play them at circuses where they just grind the the thing, or yeah, or it's guar, right? <laughs> or it's guar. It's either yeah, yeah it's either old timey circus Skrillex or it's guar, yeah. <laughs> I don't know um, what that is, and I'm afraid to ask. A hurdy gurdy, is that it? No, no, it's something. No, it's it's a street organ, is what it's called. Yeah, it's got organ. a it's got yeah. a name. I remember Calliope. Thank you, X Machinus. That's the word. A calliope. calliope. That's what I was looking for. Yes. Yeah. So, um, 
Yeah, I imagine it'll be the kind of musically and performance-wise, it'll be the kind of thing that like people who are fans of Amanda Palmer would be really into. <laughs> you know, like when yeah. I say that, I know you know what I mean in terms oh, of absolutely. like tone. I know that mm-hmm. I can just say that, and you're like, oh, like it's a little, it's a little bit on the nose. So, mm-hmm. okay, all right. So you're you're working on this. You've got the, your your scripts sorted out. Um, but you know, it's, it's going to be a long process. I think rather than make one single role, that's the whole thing. I think we can make it like a project basically where as you work on it, uh, we'll, we'll continue kind of adding. So let's, let's just do a progress. Let's do a progress role on the writing now. Um, and he did lose, uh, his loot skills when he moved to Demir, but he had to relearn them through this process, which actually allowed him to get good because he's been around people who actually know how to play as yeah. opposed to before <laughs> by himself. Yeah. Togoro originally learned from YouTube. Uh, Absolutely. And, then, and now has actually taken some lessons. I like yeah. it. Okay. All right. Uh, so what do we think for the, for the writing part of this? What skill do you think? Um, either persuasion or uh, like, a performance check. I yeah, I almost think yeah. I almost think it would be performance, but with because you're not. It's like with in, intelligence to write it. How do we make art? Make a Dungeons and Dragons character make art. Good luck. Like, Ugh, yeah, you don't have any ability or skills to do this. Uh-huh. They're just the game does not care about it. Um, I would argue because it's a personal narrative. It's a Torgor is written as like a persuasive essay in order to like get folks on their side and like build into the story and like believe the notion that Dovin Ban is a planeswalker. Like, right. Because that's, yeah. that's the, if we, if we want to take a step back and, and look at this from like a Hamlet perspective, what you're trying to do here is to tell, not tell the Rakdos particularly and the demon Rakdos and the people of Ravnica that, that yes, Dovin, Dovin Ban planeswalkers are real. Dovin Ban is, is one of them. And you should change your behavior accordingly. Um, it's like X Files, the musical, but then at the end you're like, and all of it is true. And all of it is true. <laughs> it's a complicated narrative to try to communicate. I like it, and I, I think that your your writers are probably still struggling with the like, is this supposed to be taken literally, or is this a metaphor, or there's a level of satire? Yeah, like, it's so complicated. Irony, like it's 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 really a, a layered project. It's gonna make them think and laugh and cry. <laughs> Excellent. Okay. All right. Yeah. So I think I think in that case, then based on the tools we have available to us, because of Dungeons and Dragons and its skill set, let's just have you roll a performance check. Um, okay. And uh, I will begin tracking your your progress on how done this thing is. Got an eleven. Okay. All right. So we got an eleven on the first uh, first one. Okay. Cool. All right. So yeah, scattered notes, mm-hmm. ambition you know, ideas, plans, brainstorming, right. nothing really big sticking idea. yet. Torgor's really big idea, like hasn't really done this project before and maybe doesn't know the finer details of lining it perfectly, but it makes a lot of assumptions about it. Mm. Yeah. So when you inevitably have to cast Tack, Road, and Winnegar in this uh-huh. this play, ha- have you considered asking them to play themselves or are you going to find actors to play them? <laughs> <laughs> if you don't cast... Salma Hayek as me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> when I think of when I think Masood. of when I think of Tack, I definitely think of like tall, beautiful uh, yeah. Latin lady. That's yeah. that's where my head 
Thank it's, you. And definitely not Bobcat yeah. Goldthwait painted red. <laughs> I was gonna say, I was gonna say either her or the dude who plays Jean Ralphio from Parks and Rec. Yes, no, that's it. In the that's animated that's version, no definitely that. Definitely that actor. Yeah, plays. plays Bedford. Yeah. I'm we definitely homeless. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yeah, oh, Danny DeVito also. Good Danny, DeVito. <laughs> Danny DeVito. Or cool. I'll take Joe Pesci. I don't mind. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. Only if some height can't do it. Only if some height's not available. Yeah. Okay. Or when Jerry Cruz. Like, when it was just like, who the fuck is Jesse Eisenberg? <laughs> <laughs> oh no! Oh no! <laughs> Starring Michael Sarah as Tack. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh no! Uh, I hate it. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, so yeah. So so that's mm-hmm. the thing. You you know you you've got some work on here. Basically, uh, I want to find where Torgor re re intersects with the the party. Right? Does he yeah. does he go back to the host in the shell to check up after a couple of days, or like when I, when will the that timeline run back into the other? I think at that point, right when like the doors open, uh, he's he like gives notes of the scripts, comes back to be like, all right, I want to see these rewrites uh, in the next six hours. Like uh, and really punch up, guys. We can do better than some of those jokes. Really, hey, <laughs> and Daryl, Daryl, punch up. <laughs> that is, you are such a Chicago writer. <laughs> like, I knew the writer rooms comes black there in like flannels. <laughs> <laughs> to be so, to be to be like to be fair, the whole your whole play that you're designing is about punching up because there's pretty much nobody that's a bigger authority figure with a stick up their ass than than Dovin Van. He's a great target. <laughs> So, mm-hmm. yeah, but yeah, I mean, I think to, to your point, I think there's there there are some you know low blow Golgari jokes in there that you oh, could probably take out and absolutely workshop a little more. Yeah, for sure. This is a, a Dovin band takedown and a glorification of myself. I will not have anything else. That's right. <laughs> and then uh, Torger walks out and be like, "Oh, and Daryl, hey Daryl, watch <laughs> out! This bull has horns." Okay, and then and then leaves the room. Excellent. Good. Good. Yeah, Daryl looks up from painting his nails and is like, "What? Oh my god, I'm sorry." <laughs> god damn it! It's like, 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 it makes me want to take up cigarettes again. I swear to God. <laughs> oh, I love Daryl. And then, uh, and then wow. you're, he- you're heading to. I mean, hey, new new lawyer road maybe needs a boyfriend. So I know. <laughs> Wasn't I assigned one? I was assigned one. <laughs> you, I believe you were assigned someone who like has romantic interest in you, but mm-hmm. and they were like, if you want to fit in, we've already we've we primed the pump for you. Is that- <laughs> <laughs> Not the best way to use that phrase, but well, you know well, what? <laughs> goodbye. <laughs> we got you this guy. He's in Office Six. Yeah, so. Yeah, and so Torgor, you leave, you leave, yeah. uh, you leave, and and walk out into the greater kind of caverns of Rick's Madi, uh, and uh, where do you where do you go from there? You wanna you head home? I think my yeah, head uh, over to Host in the Shell just to check in because I also know uh, Judith isn't in today because after the big meeting, she had to go. Yes, uh, yeah, she's yeah. she's in. Um, and her and and any of any of Rakdos's other like closest uh, uh, confidants, or whatever, they've all withdrawn to the central chamber. They've withdrawn to the pit to yeah. to talk about this stuff that's happening. And I think you've been you've been in uh, pretty relative isolation during that whole period. You're in kind of media blackout. So when you go outside into the rain, and there's a bad storm tonight, lightning and thunder and like wind, 
Mm-hmm. And when you walk out, you leave, you, you climb up out of the, the Golgari underground, you, you reach the streets. Um, there is, uh, you look towards New Province, even through the fog, you can see the glowing circle of, uh, of law. And it basically says military or um, martial law has been declared. Uh, there is a curfew. Everyone return to your homes. Um, the, the Azorius and the Boros will be patrolling the streets. Uh, just get, get out, get out of the streets, go home. It's not safe, basically. Uh, so state of emergency has been declared by the Azorius Senate. And, um, I think for the most part, when you walk out, you see people doing the same, like getting onto crowded trains, trying to get home. The streets are busy. Nobody can get a cab. It's, it's chaos, right? Um, so probably you have to walk. Yeah. (laughs) Um, I'd hope that in some capacity wherever i popped out from the undercity was like nearby where i last remember the host in the shell so it's like maybe an hour or like two but like still like having to like make it through the crowd to like get there at least in the same district i'd imagine make a um make a survival check survival is like navigating perfect got a negative one on this one Let's see how it goes. And it's a 12. Ugh. Okay. So, so here's what happens. Uh, Torgor, you, you, uh, you do manage to use the underground, uh, to, to get most of the way there, but there is sure. a stretch where you have to return, uh, out in precinct six, you have to leave the, the underground, uh, in the chasm that's down a little south of there and then walk. And it's only, it's only like, you know, eight or 10 blocks, but sure. you, uh, yeah, you start heading that way. And this, this part of town is pretty abandoned now. Um, so as you're, uh, as you're walking, uh, down the street towards the, the host, uh, you notice on the corner, there are two, uh, Boros Legion, uh, troops, uh, there, uh, there's a Minotaur, uh, and she is accompanied by a, a human, human man. The two of them are standing on the corner and the human sees you and does the like up nod to the Minotaur and she turns and sees you and the two of them start walking towards you. Now these are Boros legionnaires, so they're wearing um, the the like, kind of, they have kind of like a Spartan warrior kind of vibe to their their look, right? They have yeah. um, uh, breastplates, like armored breastplates, and then like kind of a toga looking like outfit. Um, both of them are pretty damp because it's been raining so long. They've been outside, um, but yeah, they're they're headed towards you. They're not they're not drawing weapons yet, but they are both armed. Um, what are you gonna do? Uh, I'm just gonna keep walking towards them uh, directly. Okay. All right. Um I'll stop when they get close by. Yeah. So they they they're taking up kind of the sidewalk and so you stop yeah. and they, they look at you and um the human says, um Didn't you get the memo? There's a curfew. You should be inside. Oh, I trust me, I know. I'm trying to make it home right now, but with the rain and the, the trains, how bad they've been, the easiest method has been walking. And he, he looks sort of suspiciously at his, his partner and, and she says to you, um, so you, you live around here? No, not here. A little bit. I've been the host in the shell. I've been working the graveyard shift, so I don't really live around here. I just need a, that's where I'm supposed to be at night during the curfew. And she, uh, she says, um, your cafe is probably closed. Not going to get a lot of customers tonight. Everyone's inside. So maybe you head on home, wherever that is. 
I would love to, but honestly, that's my home right now tonight. It's more or less I stay there to keep other people who might look like me from coming in, you know, a little bit of insured safety. Can you make a persuade check? I would love to. Ooh, 12. Solid. Mm. This has been a very consistent middle of the <laughs> Yeah. Uh, let me let me see. Let me see yeah. here. Cause they're pretty suspicious and they're Boros Legionnaires, so they're kind of assholes, but they're also like these might be some of the, the decent ones. I think I'm gonna just roll. I might invoke Gorbor if I need to. <laughs> yeah. Let me uh yeah, let me let me roll this. Okay. All right. Yes. So oh, I, I got an 11. Barely. So they look at each other and you can kind of see like, uh, okay, this isn't worth like following up on. You're not out dressed like a gruel or a, or a Rakdos or, you know, they didn't see you climb up out of the underground or anything. So right. Yeah. So just got a big poncho. The, over me keep the human, the, the human says, um, stay off the streets and the, uh, the Minotaur, she kind of gives you a look and she says, it it really is for your own good. It's dangerous out here. Be careful. I uh share eye contact with the Minotaur that no, I I appreciate it. Thank you. And then just keep walking past the human guard. Yeah. Okay. All right. So you uh yeah, you you head back in the rain. Mm-hmm. And uh when you get there, uh you find that Tack and Road uh have uh, have already arrived. They've just they've just recently come in. So uh Tack and uh and Road, the place is closed. Uh there is a handwritten sign hanging on the on the door. Uh Dewdrop is asleep, as always. And mm-hmm. there's a handwritten sign hanging from the from the door that says, uh closed, sorry, blame the Azorius, smiley face, and then a little G <laughs> drawn on it. <laughs> I like to think that I like to think that the actual owner and manager of this place, uh, now that Gary is around, Dregs. yeah, yeah, Dregs just never comes. Dregs in. just never comes into work. Dregs is on vacation, right? Dregs is just like some, like at some Slesnian spa somewhere, just to like living it up, uh, while his like nephew. After someone was murdered in his office. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah, he doesn't, but he doesn't care. He's now he gets to be the owner, but Gary is acting manager. But Gary has closed the place up, but you all have keys, so you you come and open it up and. Yeah, and so you have to kind of like turn some of the lights on, and I like to think that Tack like constantly punches through the window and like opens it on the other side or something <laughs> as like like it's a it's a race to see who grabs the key first. There is so there is literally there is literally a card, a magic card called Goblin Lockpick, and it is a picture <laughs> is of it a, a brick. It's a picture. No, it's a picture of a goblin, and he's crouched down, and there's there's a door. And he's got his, he's punched his arm through the door and is opening the door. <laughs> on the other side. It's literally like, I thought that's you were describing exactly. that card on purpose. No, but that's remember, clearly, I know nothing yeah, about That's clearly this just a thing that goblins do. And it, we all Can know this. Yes, only <laughs> goblins. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Yeah. I think, racing. I think mine is acrobatics and yours is sleight of hand. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Well, Okay. I mean, you don't, you don't have to, you don't have to break in. You do, you do. I just want to see key. if I could do it before. She I'm also going to roll acrobatics. Yes. We're going to see who can get up this. What? You're fastest. cheating. <laughs> okay. You got a 24. Whoa. Okay. 
I clicked it. It's it's taking its time. Give, oh no, did I not click it? You got oh, yeah. seventeen. So I got gotcha. you. All right, so Tech, you yeah, me. you scramble up up the front of the host and shell. I have to destroy the world that you built, Adam. <laughs> and so you, Road, you watch as Tech just psh, breaks the window. Oh. Just, oh. We're in. <laughs> Yippee! Thank you, yep. Tech. Thank you. Do I come in on the broken did. window or them breaking in? I think, hotel? well, so for you, Toro, it's suspicious because you climb up the stairs and there's the door and there's the window is broken and there's broken glass and like rainwater everywhere. I like take out my mall. I was yeah. like, I really, I was, I thought I was lying to the guy, but God, I really don't want to have, have Gary have to deal with this when he comes in and like starts walking through looking. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then I, do I notice the like tech sized footprints immediately afterwards? You probably notice like the yellow eyes trapped inside the dessert counter. Yeah, exactly. Oh, so thought, you, yeah. You, you scan, you scan the room and it's like nothing, nothing. Tax butt sticking up out of a freezer. Nothing. Just <laughs> <laughs> little legs going. Cut yeah. back. Oh, geez, Louise. Yeah. Got him. Tax, this you have keys. We all have keys. It was faster. I like take out a broom and I start like sweeping up the like the glass and like put a like a little hunk of like I like patch up the, the window. Uh and then it's like, come on, do you got enough snacks? No. <laughs> Just like armful and now grabs them. Yes. Okay. <laughs> I like uh pick them up by the scruff and then uh <laughs> It's a trail of snacks. Yeah. <laughs> I just love the idea of Torgor carrying tech around by the back of the neck. Like, come on. <laughs> come on. And then the walk into the karaoke room where I imagine uh, everybody else is. Yeah, so Road, my, Road is my there. Oshkosh bagosh. And Road, are you, you didn't really have time to change, so you're still wearing your, like, powder blue, like, pantsuit with the big shoulders? Yes. Yes. <laughs> nice. It's great. Um, maybe, like, a slightly flavorful tie. Mm-hmm. Um it's hell on earth, I think, is what it is. <laughs> yeah. So when like, when Torger comes in, what do we what do we see? Is Road, you know, a, a bottle of wine in already, or <laughs> fucking maybe? Actually, now that you bring it up, <laughs> I think I think Road was like, all right, you you're gonna do snacks. We just watched a very important political figure get assassinated. I'm gonna drink some wine. <laughs> Wait, <laughs> like, what? Hmm. So yeah, Torger comes in and Rhoda's is probably half a glass in. Mm-hmm. Has also stolen like a sm- stolen like a small little fruit tart, and is just trying dead. to like it's just like working at the whiteboard. I think just ah, trying to yes. figure some stuff out. Yes, the conspiracy board. Yeah. Okay. Hi, Torger. Welcome. Oh. Uh, seems like the party started without me. Uh. Do you want the other half of this bottle? Yeah, actually. So, what? Why did? Why is Asperia got a big cross through it? Mm, yeah, Tack. Do you want to say it? I think it, it it'll be more fun if you say it. She is very dead. Um. Yeah. What? <laughs> Yo. Okay. <laughs> Okay, so I was there, and Rhode was there, and then there was all these people there, and then uh, the dragon was like, blah, 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 I want to be the uh, uh, Living Guild Pact. I want to be the Peacock. Wait. Right. Living Guild Pact. And then they were like, no, you have to get out of our club. And so he like flew away. And then Vraska, who's like, plow, you know? Yes. <laughs> she is like, plow. 
screw. Sure. Yeah. She goes up to the cop queen and she was like, I'm that bitch. And the cop queen was like, mm-mm. And she went like, Wacha! and now she did. Wait, isn't Esperia like a giant sphinx? Like and now she's happened? a giant dead sphinx. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh. Yeah, that pretty much covers it. Yeah, pretty accurate. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I have a cigarette too. Do you want one? No, I quit, but I will take another oh. bottle. Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, and Torgor, Torgor smells, Torgor kind of smells like wet comedian. So, <laughs> oh, smell I know well. Oh, man. Uh. So, yeah, it's, it smells like you already smoked several packs of cigarettes, but uh, that was just your coworkers. It's just so damp turtlenecks. Close. It occurs yeah. to you, it occurs to you, Torgor, that this this could like work for your narrative because yeah. Dovin Ben was second in command. So, if Asperia is dead, that means Dovin Ben is in charge of the Azorius now. Dovin Ban okay. rules rules that hallowed guild. Oh my goodness. This this is could be the DSS Machina for the fifth number. Oh my <laughs> guys, it all makes sense. And I start regaling them on like the like entire journey uh yeah. that I've been like, I'm putting together this show. So uh, well, and, yeah, well yeah. Torgor well Torgor explains uh meeting with Judith, uh, Mama Matrix of the Rakdos. Uh we we crossfade to <laughs> we crossfade to Ral Zarek's office. Yes. Now, oh my god, my favorite soap opera. I'm ready. Ral, I'm trying to imagine like a man like Ral Zarek, what he would have in his office because he's kind of he's portrayed in he's one of those characters in Magic you're supposed to get protagonist vibes from because he is he's a white man of a certain age category. Like him and Jace are, are the same demographic, yeah. and so I think he's supposed to read. He's Jim from The Office. <laughs> Very nice, Carlos. <laughs> he's yeah but he's got this kind of like arrogant like swaggery kind of edge to him and he's a little bit like self-involved uh i think he probably has a uh his hid the back wall of his office is uh is glass so that you can see the storm and you can see ravnica big big glass wall behind him uh there is uh there's like rain running down it in in rivulets the office itself is probably illuminated by magical globes um because uh, ral's thing is uh storms and like power um so yeah there's probably like magical glow globes kind of hanging around his desk his big black wooden desk um and then probably a bunch of books so he's probably got bookshelves on both sides but he's never read any of the books like somebody just told him like he paid someone to design this office for him um and uh when you come in Winnegar. He he's planning the last like he's writing writing notes for the for the guild summit, which he's about to leave for. So you're still two or three hours behind the rest of the the party. So when we cut to to come back to the scene, it says a few hours ago and uh, we see Ral like rubbing his chin. He's like writing. He's like, no, no, that's not that's not good. He scratches it off and he looks up and we don't see you. He looks up and, and he makes kind of a. It's a it's a complicated facial expression because he looks his initial reaction and the one he can't stop from coming to his face is like, God damn, I'm really busy. I don't have time for this. Right. Like mild frustration, which then he covers with like, oh, hey, honey, like he's really Jack Torrance underneath, but he's trying to be nice because he's like, I'm in the middle of something and then we have this big meeting, but he covers over it with a like, oh, hey, sweetheart, what's 
what's going on? So when he sees you come in, he looks up and, uh, and yeah, and he, he says something to that effect. He's like, Tomek, hey, uh, oh, did we have plans? Am I late for something? I'm, I'm in the middle of this whole summit thing and, and, you know, uh, and he just, he looks at you and we, we cut to, uh, Winnegar as, uh, as advocate Tomek. Uh, what do you, what do you do? What do you say? Um, God, so there's, so two things have been going through my brain the mm-hmm. entire time on how to, on how to play it. I can try to do a straight grift, uh, <laughs> but like, you know, just like, I don't even know. Yeah. You know, you don't want to give him the Cincinnati yes. umbrella. That's too advanced. Uh, <laughs> smooch first questions later. Smooch first. Question. Like I could, but like, I also don't know even like, it's so suspicious if Tomic starts like talking about firefly like that's so weird uh, a project lightning bug yeah lightning, lightning bug yeah um so i think i'm gonna try to go the other way and uh try to rattle him um uh so i just like stand in the stand like right with the door against my back uh he's at his desk like kind of like oh hey but and you know he's working looking down he's probably writing and looking down and uh, <laughs> this could be a, a horrible idea. Yes, <laughs> but, I love it. I'm ready. Uh, <laughs> but I just, I want to like, just be like staring straight ahead at him. And uh, I, oh God, I want to say something to the effect of um, Project Lightning Bug is compromised. Uh, <laughs> and and say, uh, check their archives, move the project now. And then I want to l- use my last like slot and uh, like get the hell out of there. <laughs> like just like close the door and run. That's very confusing. <laughs> yeah. But like he, he wouldn't know, like I wouldn't know about that. Right. Like, yeah. As his boyfriend, I imagine his boyfriend's like, can't, like a trophy boyfriend. I don't know why. Just oh, seems like this is <laughs> what his trophy boyfriend, right? <laughs> trophy like, boyfriend. I think so. I like I like your assessment of Ral's area because they couldn't he couldn't possibly be in a relationship with someone because he loves them. He's just like mm, no, it's just because I'm a hot lawyer. <laughs> anyone anyone who follows Jace Bellerin like this, okay, yeah, and, like, right. is trying yeah, and is trying to do this. He doesn't care about people. You know, like he doesn't well, no. care about love or falling in love. Uh, yeah, I basically want him to. What I want him to do is make a move, because like right now, no one is making a move, and I know nothing about like you could what's be going making on. A move, Carlos. <laughs> I'm sorry, <laughs> I, I forgot I wasn't muted. <laughs> I'm not gonna make a move on like that. That's also very weird too. I don't know if I if I can play that. Yeah. Uh, but I yeah I think because the other way is just like I'm just standing next to the guy that's a fucking planeswalker that can like you know I just want to like get in and out of there. Um, yeah. And then see what he does. See what he who he calls. See what moves. See like what they do. Okay. All right. So yeah, walk, walk me through it. So he looks up, he sees his boyfriend, Tomic unexpectedly. He makes a little face like, 
I hope I can deal with you quickly and in a way that doesn't hurt your feelings, but I actually need you to get out of here real quick. I'm in the middle of something. <laughs> but yeah, he he looks up and and he sees you. And then what do you what do you say? Walk walk me through what happens, and then we'll I'll tell you what he does. Yeah. Uh <laughs> look at Katie's face. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Katie May is very tense right now. <laughs> Well, I mean, he's a Why place smoker, so you can be like, um, he electrocutes you and you turn into ash. Yeah. Oh, no. So th- thankfully, Win- Winnegar doesn't know that Ral is a, a planeswalker yet. We know he's friends with planeswalkers. And he, oh, he yeah, knows that's things. right. No, so we, I don't think we've ever, you haven't yeah. seen him planeswalk and he hasn't, like, we know he, yeah. he's in the know and he's a powerful dude, yeah. but I, I don't think he's been, we haven't, yeah, we haven't included in there. I like the chat. Get in there, Carlos. <laughs> <laughs> Carlos, they're very supportive. Yeah, kiss him first and then do your weird. I do I do like <laughs> that somebody else is named that fan Carlos. Service? Is it fan service if I just go smooch him first? Yes. yes. It absolutely is. Yeah, do I do anyways. like that another Carlos in the chat was like Winnegar distinguished advocate. <laughs> so. Okay. So I'm gonna retcon that then. Okay. I walk in. <laughs> He puts his head back down. I walk over and like run my finger against the desk like that, and then put my <laughs> put my hands around my arm around him. Uh, uh, yeah, like- and so he he looks up and he he's like, um, oh, um, I, I I have, and he looks at the papers. He's like, I have to get to this. You know, it's the summit, and I and he looks over at a like a clock i guess because if anybody's gonna have me as a user of a clock and he's like i'm you're going to make me late uh yeah i will that guy. shut up i forgot that i wasn't muted that time <laughs> I swear, if this isn't the clip that makes it into D Rewind next week, I will riot. I will burn that place to the ground. See, I don't. Oh God! So like, it's lit. Like literally, I can't get anything out of this guy. Shut up! Don't. don't... <laughs> yeah, I don't think anyone's concerned about you getting anything out of him. Hey, um, sorry. Yeah. So. I just want to like, you know, um, mill around the office and play with things and basically like, oh, you don't have 30 seconds for me? Like, you don't have yes. 30 seconds just to talk to me? Like, oh, big man with all yes. his books. <laughs> like, <laughs> yes, ruin his relationship. So he, uh, he looks over, he looks over at you uh, and, uh, and he, uh, he says, um, he kind of squints at you. He's paying full attention now. And he's like, you're, you're being strange. I'm kidding. And he says, what are you even doing here? Shouldn't you be with, with Kaya and Teza? Don't they need you? Yeah, I guess so. But you've been so busy and so distracted lately. I thought maybe this would be fun. This, I just do a pop in and like, maybe you'd be happy to see me, but I see you're not happy to see me. It's, <sighs> it's not that it's not that I'm not happy to see you. I'm just, really busy and you know i'm not getting the the support that i need from the people around me this is really hard if this summit doesn't go well then you know this means a lot to me this is just bad timing i i'm sorry i'm sorry if you feel like i've been neglecting you i know i haven't been around as much but 
You've been busy too. Those those two are keeping you away from me just as much as my work is keeping me from you. Don't take that, Winnaker. Ooh, now I want to know what that is. Um, He's trying to start a fight. <laughs> bring that focus back. While I'm while he's talking, I want to be mm-hmm. looking at the books on the shelf. Mm-hmm. Like, is there anything that can maybe help me in deciphering these notes or anything like a manual or uh, anything that kind of like springs out at me at like the same language, maybe? Um, um, yeah, you can make a make an investigation check. Sure. <laughs> okay. So it's like I said, it's mostly that these books are the kinds of books you have around if you want to seem smart and cultured. Like Ral is super <clears throat> smart, just not about any of this stuff. Like obviously somebody else bought these these books and put them in here for him. Um, People sisters. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, okay. Uh yeah, so I guess I'm just going to take that little nugget on like, oh, well, what's Tomic working on that yeah. he's so big? Like, that's totally unexpected. Like, I totally didn't, like, you know, yeah. get that as well. And especially if, like, Rael thinks it's important and that, mm-hmm. like, that they're both doing something really important, like the summon or whatever. Uh, so, yeah, I think I'm going to abandon my plan. Jesus Christ. Chat, Parappa the Kappa and Chat just nailed Ral's Eric perfectly. Yeah. It's just 4,000 copies of Infinite Jest. Yeah. He's going to get around to it. He saw a YouTube video explaining, like, all the, the key parts. He's really more into, into the short stories anyway. Did you read that one about the lobsters? It's great. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah, so there's something else going on with, with Tomic. And, and so Ral, yeah, Ral has said, like, Shouldn't you be with uh, Teza and Kaya? Like, don't aren't they keeping you busy? Hmm. What would I say to that? You can oh, make a, you so can make I, a religion check if you want to see if you recognize either of those names. Yeah. It's not your guild, but it's a guild. Eighteen, not bad. Okay, so you don't have any idea who Kaya Kaya is. That's not a name that's familiar to you. But Teza refers to Teza Karlov, who is a high-ranking member of the Orzhov. Um, She's a she's a big deal. Uh and I think at this point she's one of the like advisors to the Obdizat, which are the ghost council that run them. Um yeah, she's a she's a big deal. And if she's got something going on, it's significant. But you don't you don't know who um Kaya is and how she's involved. Um ooh, okay. So here's the choose your own adventure. Mm-hmm. I can I can leave on that note and investigate myself. Or I could try to do that roundabout way where you say like, oh, can you believe that story I told you last week about what they did <laughs> and see what he divulges? <laughs> Katie Mae says, oh, the, the entire team is saying, is shaking their head no. Uh, You're for in those too deep and podcast. he's suspicious. <laughs> okay. Also, that's, uh, that's not your Demir job. Your Demir job is lightning bug. Okay. Yeah. You're right. One, okay. one more, so, just because I double checked, one more thing to note about Teza, and this this will be interesting for Tack and Road. Uh, imagine that this is something that you would have known as well about her, because uh, you saw her with uh, with that woman at the guild summit, right? You saw Teza uh, with Kaya, but Winnegar doesn't know that yet. Um, Kaya's hot girlfriend. Yeah. So Te- Teza, yeah, Teza uh, should be in jail. Uh, 
she should <gasps> be in Orzov jail. Uh, so when you saw her with Kaya, she's either escaped or, but it makes sense because Kaya got rid of the Obdizad anyway. So her her whole story, and with an eighteen, you'd know this. Uh, and and I guess I can give you the I can give you the little hint here. So, uh, Teza was um, Teza was uh, was trying to angle for she was like the the um, ambassador for the Orzhov, and she was trying to angle for being in charge basically. And she got caught, and they put her in jail. And uh, and so that's the last time anyone saw her. Tomic, uh, was or is her apprentice. <laughs> Hmm. So she's Tomic's boss. And maybe you put that whenever you put that together while you're like, how do I know that name? Taze Karlov. You're like, oh, oh shit, she's my boss. Yeah. So you're you you're pretending to be oh. her apprentice. Side note, that Tomic card ain't half bad. Yeah. Two cast two three flyer. Can't <laughs> fuck with my lands. Yeah, I like all right. it. Yeah. Wow. yeah. How often are you messing done. with lands? That feels like such a specific, like a defensive card. Yes, oh he's not. God. He's not great in standard. Yeah, he's pretty good in uh, legacy versions of Magic, though. He's useful because sure, land destruction is more valid. Than- anyway, Aww, he's really cute. <laughs> Anyways, back to the real game. It's right, back to the dragons. serious game we're playing here. Yeah. Um, oh, also that that gargoyle behind him is his mode of conveyance. He rides around on the back of a gargoyle wherever he goes. No shit. Yeah. That is extra. That's you his can, gargoyle motorcycle. That's, yeah. that's Varigari, and I appreciate it. Yes. Like so this is this is the information about Tomic from from the Magic Wikipedia. Tomic is a handsome young man with brown hair. He wears glasses. He specializes in contracts, verbal agreements, and barriers protecting physical treasures. Tomic is known to fly a gargoyle. He's Ral's Eric's lover, and they've been living together, but trying to keep the relationship on the down low because they're from different guilds. Okay, but how do you live together and keep your relationship on the down low? Because both your names got to be on the rent. So, <laughs> so never mind. it's probably Ral. Actually, it's probably Tomic's house. He's the lawyer. However, it has it became public knowledge when they worked together to organize the guild summit. So this project is actually oh. meaningful to your relationship, which is why Ral was like, you know how much this means to me because Tomic helped plan it. Oh my God. And that's when they, that was their coming out thing where they were like, yeah, I organized this guild summit with my lover, Tomic. Oh my gosh. Propose. And Winnegar's about to ruin all Oh my God. Right propose. Propose, Winnegar. <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna take, take a minor back a hundred years. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Well, I mean, this is, back. this is a thing that that Magic's canon has struggled with for a long time. Is like um, non-straight relationships. Like Tomic and Ral are one of a rare few, uh, and it would be really sad if you broke the relationship. <laughs> <laughs> wow let's start our alternate timeline here and now you better yeah, in stop my, it katie may <laughs> in my in my version of ravnica no. chandra and nissa it's not just a phase they're they're in love you can't take yeah that away that's from me. that's how it is in all but the most incorruptive versions and i'm right. not sorry <laughs> yep yeah so uh yeah no thing in information winninger uh ral ral looks at you, he's like why are you being like this like you know how important this is just like we can we can spend some time together after this is all through. Okay, okay, okay. Fine. Okay, fine. I'll go. I'll go. I love you. I go. Okay, bye. And then and then he's gonna like head out the door. Um well yeah, he's gonna I guess God, every single time I get but like that's the thing. You're I'm at work. S- I will I have stop this- peer pressuring you into smooching. Yeah. I'm sorry. No, it's not even that. It it makes me vulnerable to this guy's self. Like if I touch him, uh, right? So like the first time I was kind of behind him and like I got him from the side, but like if I smooch <laughs> him 
face on. Mm-hmm. That uh, could be the smooch that undoes me. That's the name of Winnegar's first acoustic blues album. <laughs> the smooch <laughs> that undoes <laughs> me. Yeah. He's trying to be Dr. Seuss. <laughs> That's my new Dr. Seuss book. The smooch that undoes me. We're a great oh show. God. We're great. <laughs> Good content. Yeah. Uh, so worked out my abs a little bit. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna say, okay, fine. I love you. Bye. Okay, I'm going. And then like go out the door. Okay. Yeah. And he yeah. he watches you and he kind of just shakes his head like Oh, that man. And then goes back to writing. <laughs> okay. All right. So you, uh, you leave the, uh, you leave the office and, uh, you walk past the, uh, you walk past the, the, the assistant, the woman at the desk and she gives you a little wave. Bye, Tomic. Bye, and- Marge. <laughs> like, oh, it's, it's Madge actually. Uh, so, <laughs> so you leave and, uh, and then what, then what do you do? Um, I think I'm going to uh, go back to my office, grab the the notes that I have, the manual notes, and then take it back to Ghost in the Shell and meet up with everyone. Okay, cool. Tell All them right. what I know. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, Torgor, we come back to you. Torgor, you are just finishing your your story. Uh, and and it- so... Obviously, yeah. I don't imagine you all playing your roles. I thought, but I would like you involved in the casting process. I think that would that would be a nice, respectful sort of method for both of us. Why is that obvious, though? Well, tech, let's be real. You have zero stage presence. I, That's I mean, the uh, umbrage you're taking with this? Not not that Torgor's publicizing our very, very secret operation, but that you would not get to play yourself on stage? That is you're, you, you have fake name. Can Your I, name can is I just... Avenue Road. It's Avenue, okay? That's a great... <laughs> <laughs> so can I, can I just say, so on the one hand... On the one hand, it is totally a massive security breach if anybody believes it. But on the other hand, nothing set UFOlogy back more than yeah. the release of Men in Black. Just True. saying. And you it is can't. a rock opera, so. <laughs> what are you thinking? Honestly, I think it's going to be great. It's really, it's not even about the peacock. It's about Dove It's and about Dan. you. Yeah. yeah absolutely. It's going to be about great. You and yeah. not about helping hey, us hey. well who's oh, playing Torgor then who's playing Torgor I am of course what? No, why do you mean? get to play Torgor why why do you think I, I want to play I Vic get, I get to no meet. one's gonna play anyone because you can't do this I want to meet Edson Winnegar this is the argument that you hear coming from the back room when you arrive uh so I come in and they're just arguing yeah, about so the like, whole thing at Jeopardy. Yeah. So the oh. the time it the time it took between your meeting with Ral to go back to your office, get everything that you need, and then make your way here. The the summit began and ended because it was only like an hour long. The summit began and ended. The Azorius put the city on lockdown, and you managed to you managed to return back to the host kind of as Ravnica goes into emergency, a state of emergency mode. And you walk in and you hear Tack, Road, and Torgor arguing about some plan Torgor has that Road apparently disagrees with, and then over that sound you hear the high pitched sound of Tack just jumping into the conversation whenever they have the opportunity. Uh, so yeah, they don't. I don't think they hear you come in. Yeah, I just want to like grab a scone uh-huh. and just like sit there and like watch them, like try to figure out what they're what they're talking about before I actually jump in 
to the conversation. From what I know, from what I know, like they're putting on a play without me. <laughs> what the, you know, like what? And it's just like, well, don't get upset. Apparently, it's apparently it's really competitive. Like tech can't even get a part. Oh, tech's range is huge. Uh, like, like, like that's what Winnegar's thinking while he's sitting there eating mm-hmm. his goat. I'm big in the sewers. <laughs> <laughs> I know, and I get untrue. The I'm small everywhere, but <laughs> but we can't play ourselves except for me because it's a semi-fictional retelling of my life. Okay. But it's good, trust me. Yeah, but what I'm hearing is that you get to cut a check out of this, and we don't. Oh, come on, you know, you know, you won't be executive producers. Of course, of course, you got to cut of the profits. How much? I don't care about the profits. I care about the job we're supposed to be doing. <laughs> How much? No, I'm not going to be shushed. 15% this isn't a joke. Each. 15 I, each? What? Yeah, well, How much are you fair. getting? Well, I, I mean, well, I got to cut out the writers. I, I, honestly, I'll be walking away with maybe five. Maybe. I got to cut out the writers. Oh, well, then 15 is fine. away with nothing because this stops now. Why? Wait, how much is what Winnegar getting? I think that this is a good idea. Because I can get in direct access Listen, the, the, the three the three most valuable Bisac- forms <laughs> the three most valuable forms of currency in ravnica are the zib the xeno and exposure so exposure. you'll be fine yes. <laughs> yeah. oh i thought you were gonna say stale pizza rolls and i was like yeah brother <laughs> you know it. no only to you only to and for you yep. it, true you would sacrifice all the work that we've done up until this point for a lukewarm meeting with a guild master who has no motivation to like or keep you around so, do we know that the Demir is still listening in on our conversations at this moment? I, I don't know if you ever know <laughs> well, I mean, whether I'm that's happening or not. Yeah, yeah Rode is listening. So. <laughs> Technically, you're I say, Then you don't know what Rakdos is capable of and the power that he possesses and the ability that we have with his alliance to truly take down Jace. Then tell He's a, a different God. story. Well, it is a different story. It's I'm I'm protecting us, and I like. You just like, said that someone named Avenue is going to be in your story, yes, Torgor. That's absolutely, not telling a different story. That's a great. That's that's great. They're not even. They're like they might. I'm just trying you to tell think. Tell the Rose about this one. You think that she's going to love this? You think that she's going to be like, oh, oh my gosh, I'm so happy to be your muse. No, oh, she's going to oh, fucking kill you. I'm sorry. <laughs> I was do. doing my new job as working for the Demir. Wait. And pause. Getting- <laughs> 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 so this yeah, when, Tor- when I ask, <laughs> when Torgor says that, we get the the hard like. <laughs> we get a full one hundred percent Tim Allen there, where Tag just looks up like, "Wait a second, I've got what? like half a cinnamon roll in my mouth." God I'm like, "Hey, fifteen percent is a lot." <laughs> I like that Winninger's just in the other room listening to this. Just I, think, like- I think. Winnegar's in this room. So, yeah, so Torgor says, I'm doing my real job working for the Demir. Record scratch. (laughs) (laughs) And then silence. What do you, Tack, do you you say anything? I'm like, I'm looking at Torgor and I'm looking at Rode to, like, gauge Rode's reaction. Okay, so here's what I think might happen. You know when a baby falls and hits their head? And- <laughs> I'm so sorry. You mean your reaction. Okay. Yeah. Well, no, you know when a baby like falls and hits mm-hmm. their head and you yes. laugh so the baby doesn't start crying? <laughs> yes, that's why I laugh. Like, oh, <laughs> you fell. Yes. I think that like that might be what has to happen here. 
oh god but even that's gonna be a really hard sell that's okay we can always we can always, i guess if you if you victory. lead it i like torgor will follow if you if you lead this laugh joke i torgor will cover it i promise yeah because if there's one thing that tech is good at it's reflexes and acting like um a second faster than most people so if there is like a space where everybody's standing there like uh, I think that's try to moment. pick up on it pretty quick. Yeah. Okay. Um. Fuck. What does she say? She says, "This bit isn't funny anymore." You've oh, done it you like don't like this bit this, this week, is, and this I don't think a it's a funny, funny bit. bit. I think this is a fun bit. Where, oh, Demir. The, right. The, the, Demir's told you to make all these terrible decisions. Vinegar right. bursts yeah. through the door. He bursts through the door and goes. The path of the righteous man is beset on all sides of the inequities of the selfish and the tyranny oh, no, of evil men. To Blessed is he that is who not, those are not my words. Goodwill shepherds the weak through the valley of darkness, for he truly is his brother's keeper and the finder of lost children. Strike that upon thee with great vengeance and furious anger for those who attempt to destroy and poison my brothers. And you shall know my name is Winnegar. Lay my vengeance upon thee. So pretty so, good, right, guys? So Brad, Brad looks up from his burger and says, <laughs> "What?" Wants to the play. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, this this whole this whole moment is just like completely derailed, and everyone just stops to look at Winninger. Oh, I would like to roll insight. There's a lot going Insane. on. Yeah. So uh, uh, am I rolling deception? Road or Torgor, roll deception with advantage. Can the... I roll deception and win a, uh, Torgor assist me? Yes. I'll the... give you the help. Hecky. Yeah. Uh, besieged 25. on all sides, oh, indeed. Goodness. Okay. All right. So it's a 25. I'm mad. To be honest, Tax got a really short attention span. And the moment Winnegar busts in with this monologue, it's just like, Wow, I didn't think Winnegar had the chops, but <laughs> I'm riveted, really. What what play was that from? Was what were we doing? What was that? Um, you didn't slate at the beginning, yeah. so I just I yeah. Didn't I know. mean, it's well, real I, professional. I was kind of going method on that one. I don't. Um, <laughs> it's from it's from the Bible. Have you read that? <laughs> no. It's just one of the things you keep talking about in your podcast, Winnegar. My goodness. Winnegar, nobody watches your podcast. Nobody. I mean, listens okay. to. That's fine. Consumes. Um, I don't know how. Yeah. What, what do you got for me? What, 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 where am I? Where, where did you no, write no, me no, in? No, no. What? You need no, to no. be a voice of sanity here. You can't jump on to the. Honestly, production. honestly, best friend, I think I have some like overarching. I need you to come in as a co writer on this. And, and okay. Like, what? I like that. I like that. Nepotism always works great in the writing room. <laughs> First of all, I thought you said Darryl, this is based fired. on this real life. It is. It, well, so it why is do you have to write it? You know what? Honestly, everybody, everybody gets to be a writer. We get to tell the story we want. All right. Do Isn't I get you happy? No. Do I get a bigger no. take? No, you but don't also, get a bigger take. I have to take less. <laughs> I Why just want to be an actor. I just I, I feel like I got something for the stage that I can really put out there. All right, Winnegar's parts. This is this is becoming an act of <laughs> ego and not an act of a job well done. What, Do you just, understand? Just now? It's only just the now level. becoming that? Because it seems <laughs> to me like it started off that way. Isferia just got killed, okay? And now Dovin Ban is set to take over the Azorius Senate. And who knows what he's going to do. 
if we can unseat and cause unrest at his appointment, then I don't know. Then tell Maybe the story of the evil man who see, but that's a story you can tell without any of our names crossing your your lips. You then, can tell okay. the story of a corrupt leader, Dovin Van, who gets it was what Spiria killed and ascends the throne. That's a fine story. Don't take notes. We're not doing this. <laughs> oh. <laughs> no, that's good. Uh, I Tax like that. That's gonna good turn to Winnegar. <laughs> Tax gonna turn to Winnegar. Oh uh Cop Queen is dead. Wait, what? Cop Queen? Who's Cop? Yeah. What's, what's Cop The giant queen? sphinx. What? Yeah, Tech's going to point at the board where they have made a crude drawing of a cat with X's on its eyes. <laughs> yep. yep. Wait, I'm so confused. Who, who's Cop Queen? And then oh. I, I point at Asperia, who, whose name is crossed out. Yeah. And then I point to Dovid Ban, and I've drawn, a, I've drawn a little crown. Yeah, here, let's, yeah. let's take it to the big board, shall we? And then and then there's a crown with a circle over Dovid Ban's head, but then there's like a cruelly drawn like poop <laughs> in the middle of the crown. Yep. yep. And underneath Dovin Ban, I've written, we'll kill him. Yes, yeah, I'll add, I'll yeah, add it to that. Yeah, oh, don't forget the stinky lines. Come on, Rode, you would love this. Do you really want Dovin Ban to be your new boss? Or anyone's boss. No. Yeah, so Dovin Dovin Ban Dovin Ban is absolutely a a confirmed uh planeswalker for now. Like based on what you know about him, right? So he's on the list of of like alien influences uh, that we know for sure. Um, along with Jace and then that hot woman that we don't know, the mysterious hot woman. Oh um, yes. Yeah. Hot goth. Yeah, hot goth that Ral doesn't seem and, to know. Oh no, there are do we know three Vraska hot goths now. Is a planeswalker, or do we? Oh uh, yeah, we know. We, so I think we've guessed that Vraska is a planeswalker because we saw her in, an, in a, a painting, painting with Jace in another dimension. Yeah, but that could have been anybody's like weird fan fiction. Exactly. Yeah, it could be like, here's a cool painting that me and my girlfriend got when we were at uh, like yeah. a pirate themed restaurant. Yeah, <laughs> draw, like drawn, drawn by. Anyways. Yeah, drawn by, by like our our nudist Zlatek fan. Yeah. So yeah, there's there's a there's a maybe on on Vraska being uh, from from here not. And I guess I can add to her <laughs> list. Uh, she assassinated Duran von Savo, and then also Isperia. Mm. She's so beautiful. I love her. Yeah, she's great. Um, oh, we can also clear the Rose doesn't own Torgor's soul because Torgor does. Um, that was another thing that happened, Winnegar, that, yeah. that oh, you yeah. missed. What? Yeah. Right. When Kaya took over, um, because Kaya's now the new plane. Well, this is a thing, like, I don't know if we had, if it had become public knowledge. So I, uh, I, want, I, I think that Road, yeah. Road and Tack knew and they would have told you about it. And this, this closes the Kaya loop for you, uh, Winnegar. Go ahead and Torgor, explain, yeah. explain what, what happened. And then so, Winnegar, you'll, You'll figure out some stuff. Kaya is now the new, um, I guess, Parun of the Orzov. And upon taking uh, her mantle, pardoned a bunch of people with debt. And so, I don't know, it kind of goes to show you that when you make impulsive decisions, there's really no bad outcome that can happen from it. Oh, <laughs> the show, Road, like the show. Oh. Uh, I don't know. It's a very compelling argument. I mean, I've never had any like consequences to my bad actions, and I do stuff all the time. Like what? Start listing all the fires that you've ever actually started <laughs> in this I, moment. Tack like goes through like their biggest regrets, and then I broke into the cafe tonight. Nobody cared. 
we cared. We had we to care. pick it up. Y'all don't count. Zero consequences. It's what's going on, Winter? What's been going on with you? You've been MIA for the past couple of days. Oh yeah, so much has gone on with me. And then it flashes to the janitor. Just I like to think every time it flashes to the janitor, it goes, mm, what you say? <laughs> yeah, and it's just it's just the janitor and he's sitting in the dark and he's holding like it's a baby. He's holding the little broken the broken homunculus as its lights slowly fade and he's just like I'll see you the on best. the other side, buddy. Oh my Day god! But not for several days. Yeah, but not for a while. The concept not... of time has been elusive in this mind palace. But... Yeah, because it's not like the the room is airtight or anything. So no, he'll still get like small bad. infusions of fresh air. It'll yeah. take a while to dehydrate. He's probably trying to find a way to get out on his own. He's a he's a, a decently smart dude. So so did you yeah. or did you not tell Rao? to go and look at the no i no. did i did okay I didn't. yeah we skipped that uh <laughs> yeah so I, I explain basically what's been going on and what i've learned and share all my information with them mm-hmm. um i want to have a scene where like i switch out my my manual for torgor's script uh, so like i'm reading his script while torgor's reading my we're flipping through my manual mm-hmm. i'd be mm-hmm. like Body bag number two. Why am I in a body bag? Why couldn't you give me speaking lines? Which is a pass-through scene. They don't even they don't even know I'm in the bag. It was it's canon. You that's how it happened. You, come on. There's all these there's all these scenes that are like Winnegar is also there, but Winnegar has no lines. <laughs> yeah. Background by a tree. Mine just, just a shrub in this scene. What is the no, no, perception of Road of Avenue in this script? Because I think Road is oh, looking yeah. over. Oh yeah, the play is the thing, what right? Is- so yeah, what do we? I guess what do we learn? Let's let's have everybody well, everybody who reads the script or hears yeah. it described to them make an insight check. Can I tell you the names of everybody? Well, hang on. Let's so, let's do this first. So yeah. this is their ability to interpret the the material. So uh, fifteen. Tack, you got a two. Or this no, this was your last one. So you haven't really. <laughs> Yes. Okay. Uh, I don't. I don't think text. Text not reading. Yeah, text the, the script. Right. Okay. So which I can read, failed. of course, but so, I don't. That's convincing. I'm. I'm gonna let. So. So Torgor, you. Yeah. You can tell. Tell Road and Winnegar what the play says about what Torgor thinks of them. Tell Road an accurate interpretation and tell Winnegar the worst possible misinterpretation <laughs> from the material. <laughs> Of what Toro thinks of Winnegar. Okay. Uh, well, I think when Rode reads it, it really just like portrays uh, someone who, who he respects a lot in the group, someone who um, really like that they value, um, whose insight is often counter to their own, but is necessary to find like the right direction to move forward. Uh, and so often played as a foil, but more often than not, someone who actually is like, got the best insight for the group in mind um and we see that the true villain throughout the group is torgor himself in their dynamic oh interesting and then for uh winnegar winnegar misses the love ballad that is written to him through <laughs> this like this like fool sort of like foppy like like the level of which like torgor just like cares about this like 
kind of like uh, off delicate thing that needs to be protected, but is like red as a foppish buffoon almost mm-hmm. in a ways, but it truly says the most insightful things. The Pumba of the group is what's <laughs> right. The death right. Which is a yeah. completely wrong interpretation of the character. I like that. Right. I was going to uh, say, then, I thought, I thought the gag, I thought the gag there was going to be, uh, so you have to tell a truth to road and a lie to Winnegar. And you, you say like, so road is revealed to be like really trustworthy and that, yeah. you know, capable and competent and really like really an excellent person. And then Winnegar, same thing. Same thing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, 100%. Uh, no, but uh, what's it called? Winnegar, uh, his name is uh, Balsamic. And then um, Tack gets named Tix. Um, and yeah. so, yeah. Yes. Very, yeah. very, very the classic Shakespearean yeah. buffoon, balsamic. Balsamic, balsamic vinegar. <laughs> <laughs> balsamic vinaigrette. <laughs> no, that's vinaigrette is what it, it's called when you finally get to split yourself into two and you have a smaller version. Oh, of you. Like, yeah. I'm this is oh, vinaigrette. That's cute. <laughs> Never yeah. talk to me or my son ever again. <laughs> what is this show about oh god who even knows <laughs> this knows? this is a thing and that's and i mean that's the and that's the end of the episode right is everybody sitting around reading torgor's script to a play about how the pcs are fighting dovin ban an evil planeswalker it's good it's good we're getting very very meta and i really like it and as to what the show is about i i don't know i don't know it has a premise magic is involved in some way I've sort of lost the thread, but that's all right. I'm having a great yeah. time. That's why we have the conspiracy board. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. You're all reading and I'm just playing hut cakes yeah. at the ceiling again. Uh, this is nice. Throwing pastries at the ceiling. Excellent. All right. Well, let me let me hand out XP and then we'll uh we'll do our shout outs for the uh, for the day. So well, we do a very good job of that one this time. I mean, mm. it's yeah, it's variable for for the different characters. So uh do we learn something about Jay Spellerin, his conspirators, or servants? And what's funny is that the deeper you get into the conspiracy, the easier this one is every session because there's just so much ambient conspiracy going on. So, like, yes, everyone earned it this time because yeah. we learned uh, we learned a ton of stuff about, like, Ral. You don't have any concrete answers yeah. yet, but Ral and Tomic, their connection, Tomic's connection to this yeah. uh, Teza Karlov. They uh, had their coming out party. <laughs> they will, yeah. And we should unfortunately, summon though, something. The thing is, Tomic, Tomic and Ral would probably end up having like a fight after the summit because they have so much pressure riding on it and it doesn't go good. And Ral probably snaps at Tomic when he goes home. And then Tomic's like, you know, he's hurt, but he responds coldly because he's a he's an Orjov. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it doesn't go good. Pulls away. Yeah, That'd right. Be- yeah, they I mean, both care about their political career just a little bit more. Well, you're you're raised than... among the Orzhov, and you're taught that that withholding is like the best way to like keep keep people in control. And so, yeah, withholding affection. Tomic Tomic definitely pulls that move on Ral, and Ral's kind of a hothead. And so they probably have a fight, and he leaves. He like slams the door, and he's like, "I have to go work." And then later, <laughs> later they like you know they make up in the middle of the night. Like Tomic comes to him, he brings him like food, and he's like, "I thought you might be hungry." And then they have sex on his desk. So that's wow. my hand cannon version. Of I'm sorry, goes. Hasbro. Hashtag. <laughs> Listen, this is my I just revenge. Thought you were gonna, I thought you were going to beat around the bush for a little while, but no. Nope. Nope. This is Listen, making this show and the Planeswalkers in it as gay as possible is my revenge for Chandra, Nyssa, and Gideon and all of that bullshit. So Tomic and Ral definitely fuck on his desk. That's canon. <laughs> Everybody gets a point of experience. You hear that? Oh, <laughs> oh my gosh did you uh did you express a unique aspect of your class race or background 
during the set. I would say Torgor did. Yep. Yep. Torgor struggles with um, uh, Demir, and you're <laughs> accidentally outing yourself as a Demir agent and then clearing it. Very nice. Uh, and then Hate playing it. the Rakdos <laughs> double agent. That's cool. Hate yep. it. Uh, anybody else? I think Winnegar probably. Sure. Did yeah. not. Okay. Yeah. So Winnegar and Torgor for that one. Um, uh, express your connection to your guild in a meaningful way. I keep feeling like these two questions kind of overlap so much because yeah. class, yeah. race, and background f- tend to just fall under guild anyway. Maybe we should come up yeah. with another question instead of the second one. Yeah. Oh yeah. Guild, the guild one is really good, but yeah, mm-hmm. I'll 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 ponder over it and try to figure out for sure something that we can do for that one. Okay, and then lastly, yeah, I think it almost. It nope, could almost sorry, be a connection to the conspiracy. I yeah, think I was about to say, yeah, like the group. Yeah. Like something about oh, the group. Yeah. Like did we connect to the group? Oh, know? that's great. Aww. Yeah, that's a good one. We need yeah. to reinvest in each other. So I let me, yeah, no, and so, so this is, no, and this is perfect. And I, I love that you suggested it because it's really easy not to go off on too much of a DMing tirade here, but it's way too easy to look at reward systems as the GM has all the experience and then the players get it based on what the GM wants to give them. Whereas this system is what do you want to be rewarded for and what keeps the game moving in the direction that we're interested in. So shifting the questions uh, totally makes sense. So yeah, why don't we change that second one for the next session to, did you learn something important about a fellow member of the conspiracy? Oh, oh no! We have to be friends okay. with each other. I mean, or spy oh, no. on them. Or like, <gasps> yeah, right. Like, I love spying. It's about learning, not about not about like being kind to them. So I love ruining other people's lives. This is so gonna make still... things so wet and wild. Oh, it's oh. like the circle, guys. <laughs> oh, uh, I hate it. Oh. I'm mad. Blue, blue mages are always the best at catfishing. Don't talk me. I angie. <laughs> All right, and then finally. Um, uh, did your alignment complicate your character's life in an interesting way? Yeah, mine did. Yes. Did it, Winnegar? So, yeah, Winnegar, what's your what's your alignment right now? Uh, neutral good. Do you want to is... shift it to neutral? Yeah, I think it's being or shifted you... to neutral well, or maybe or, even so chaotic. I, I figure you have, you got two choices, right? So, uh, you can you can take an episode and struggle with it and like have a scene where you, maybe you, you talk to Torgor or somebody else you trust and like work through it and then decide based on how that goes. Or you can say during off screen, Winnegar internalizes and becomes evil or rejects doing that and hopes to do better in the future. Right. So do you want to give yourself some time or do you want to shift it now? Um, I think I want to shift now. What's the difference between like, Neutral good and chaotic good. So, so this is the way. Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, it's okay. Yeah. Uh, and we can we can talk about it. it. It's less relevant to Ravnica because alignment is below guild. Guild is the most important thing. But your alignment. Uh, so the difference between those is neutral good. You don't really care about the law, whether you fight it or work within it. It's not really part of your paradigm. You're you're kind of neutral on it. Doing what's right, regardless of anything else doing good that's neutral good right nothing else matters except being good in a way it's more focused on the goodness than anything else chaotic good is you're like robin hood or like you actively struggle against legal sources of power when they like are oppressing batman. people um well yeah batman it's it's debatable right because batman if you consider batman a hero yes he would yeah. be it's if well, you the consider him on the you, good you you see you actively <laughs> undermine uh structures of power uh for the sake of good K- 
chaos like is about Green Arrow. Yeah. Um, if you're like if you're chaotic evil, you're not only evil for its own sake, but you're evil because you want to destroy stability. You're out there trying to like cause uh, cause destabilization. So if you're chaotic good, you're actively like fighting against things like the Azoria Senate, even when they are like sometimes doing good. You recognize that their structures are are negative. So it's about action, whether law and chaos matter to Winnegar or not. Yeah, I think he's like true neutral, but man, like. All he would need is one bad thing or he would need to test. He would need to do one bad thing without consequences mm -hmm. to be chaotic. Like, yeah. Or go down that path. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, true neutral. Okay. I think he's moved. All right. Yeah. So Winnegar shifts to shifts to neutrality. Oh, snap. Yeah. Cool. Cool. All right. Uh, good. Okay. Well, let's do some shout outs and we will, uh, we'll call it an episode. Um, Masood, why don't you start mm -hmm. us off? Sure. Uh, hey, you can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Marudboy, M-A-H-R-U-D-E-B-O-I. Um, you can keep up with what I'm doing in my comedy, what's going on with uh, some of the role-playing games I'm a part of. Uh, yeah, it's a great place to keep track of what's going on. It's a good time. You can catch me here. And then also uh, on Adam's channel on Mondays, playing Zweihander. Uh, the characters are now developed. We're interacting with one another, and the world is very dark and grim uh it's a yes. fun play session yeah. masood is playing a middle-aged uh former butler mm -hmm. named mr bulvedere with uh, a black cataract <laughs> and one eye it's, it's pretty yeah. great yeah. Yeah. Mr. mr bulvedere yeah <laughs> mr bulvedere to his friends um mr bulvedere to his parents uh it's a good time it's good stuff <laughs> excellent cool uh thank you masood uh down below uh tk why don't you uh why don't you go next you only called on me because you know I'm writing notes. Um, no, I just I'm going. I go. I usually go clockwise or counterclockwise. So you're you're in the next one on my what list. What a lie. <laughs> um, it's me. It's TK. I write spooky stories. I put them on the internet. Uh, if you like spooky stories, you can read them at tkjwrites.com. I forget it every week. Um, <laughs> or you can follow me on Twitter. TK joins the fray. Um, still doing choose your own nightmare over on Twitter for Tales from the Mist as we're gearing up for our season three premiere on Valentine's Day. So that'll be fun. You should uh, vote in that poll or don't. Whatever. I'm not your dad. Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not your dad. Goodbye. Excellent. Uh, let's go over to this corner. Carlos, happy to have you back. Yeah. Do the thing. Be back. Uh, hey, you can find me on all social media under Carlos Critz. You could also find me on this channel on uh, uh, Sundays at noon Central Standard Time for Rivals of Waterdeep. Um, and you can see us live at C2E2. Um, on Sunday at noon, also, uh, Central Standard Time. Uh, that will not be streamed, but if you are planning on being at C2E2, come watch us play. It's good of you to get ahead of that question because that's always the next question. That's always it. It's always like, is streamed? And you're like, I yeah. wish. I wish that it was. Yeah, I, I want it to be, but it isn't. <laughs> couldn't get into the streaming room. So, yeah, it would have been, been nice to just get that one out of the way. But Yeah. <laughs> well, if you're at C2E2, it is a uh, it is a Rare treat, so go check it out. Uh, and uh, last but not least, over here, it's Katie May. Do the thing. Hi, I'm Katie May. Uh, you can find me at Twitter at OKKatieMay. 
Um, if you ever thought, well, I like this show, but I want more of a queer disaster, you should be <laughs> listening to Dungeons, Dice, and Everything Nice. It's a show I run with a bunch of uh, women and non-binary friends here in Chicago. It's the love of my life. It's my magnum opus. It's a beautiful disaster. And we will also be at C2E2 this year. It's a, our third year in a row. Gotta plan that. Last year we did puppets. The year before that, it was Guy Fieri themed. <laughs> So year three <laughs> should be really great. Um, and that's going to be uh, Saturday uh, at 1.30, I do believe. So yeah, you can do a little sweet little double feature if you're, if you're at C2E2. Very cool. Thank you. Uh, I, think that's, I think that's everything. Masood already said the thing I was going to say about Zweihander. So come on over to my channel on Mondays at 5 p.m. and check that out. Uh, you can also find me here Monday afternoons if you want an entire day of watching me boss people around in a role-playing game uh, doing Descent into Avernus. So thank you for coming, everybody. And as usual, if you missed anything, you want to check it out. We got podcasts wherever you listen to those. And we got videos down at our YouTube channel. Check all that stuff out. Um, all of the stuff that you saw today, you can you can do yourself. Go to Roll20.net. Sign up for an account. It's free. Check it out. Play some role-playing games. Um, I have, I've recently, uh, I've recently got some feedback from, from fans who said, uh, watching, uh, this show. And I, I don't think I shared this with the cast. I had somebody uh, message me and say, watching this show inspired them to play Dungeons and Dragons because all the other D and D they had seen took it really seriously. And, <laughs> and I was like, no, you don't have to, you can just be whatever this garbage fire is. We're very proud of this garbage fire. Thank you for emulating it. Uh, we'll get Jace next week. Don't worry. Yeah, we got him. He's around. around. It's fine. It'll happen. <laughs> oh, next week we've been doing the show for a year. Isn't that exciting? Really? Oh my god, that's yeah. so cool. Anniversary show. Yeah, first oh, nice. week, first oh, Wednesday yeah. of February. Oh, that's so good. I love things yeah. like that. Cool. Well, yeah. tune in for the the next episode. Uh, it'll definitely be a clip show. Thanks for coming. Uh, <laughs> 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 we'll see you next time. Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye.